going on, Patriots? And back with another Patriot Prayer Podcast for you. And boy, oh boy, did I have a, a really uh, hard time with not making this a four-hour podcast. There was enough ample, uh, just absolutely great material out there um, that I, c- I could have made this kind of be an all-night conversation, right? And some of it uh, hit me a little harder than others. Is it, it does? Um, I was I was reading through the news on social media, which sparked an internet search. And um, it was funny because I, I, for the first time, based on where I, the, the the news came from, was kind of even skeptical of, of the source. And the source is typically very reliable. Very reliable. And so I, I go and I start reading through it, and, and I'm like, this can't be. There's no damn way in the world this is true. Tell me it isn't true. And it's like this. Here's the story. Ron DeSantis, it said went to the RNC and told those people at the RNC that because Trump was under indictment, that he should not be allowed on the ticket as a Republican. I I, I can't tell you how disappointed I was when I read that. I was like, okay, I, I had felt bad for the longest time. I mean, on some level, I felt... Um, a little conflicted because I liked Ron DeSantis. I liked everything that he did in Florida. I like his uh, uh, just in-your-face kind of approach to the woke agenda, how he's not afraid to take on Disney and China and all these things, right? So, but as you start watching closely and you start reading about him, and, and you see what he's doing, you start to see there are some discrepancies as far as who he says he is and who he actually is. Uh, and just imagine this, right? So the, everyone has seen exactly what Donald Trump has been put through over the last five years or so, right? Six years, right? Um, that We all know it's, it's 99.999% just BS, right? There is very little of this information that's true. And the stuff that is true is so full of misinformation on top of the little truth they put in there. You never quite know how they apply that truth. And is it still true at the end of the day after they get done doing whatever they want to it? My reply to that is absolutely not. But here's my thing. You have people that say that they are a loyal Trump supporters. They say that they care about American values. They say they want to fix what they see going on in the FBI and the justice system. They've seen the left weaponize law enforcement against their political opponents. And yet, here they are using the outcome of that political targeting to their advantage. By going to the RNC and saying... Uh, yeah, since he's under indictment, unjustifiably, we know it's all wrong. We know it's absolutely trash. We know Obama, Bush, Clinton, uh, including Mike Pence, uh, Joe Biden himself, have all taken classified documents. 
every one of them, and yet Trump is the only one charged in said act, and uh, the fact that he would use that to his advantage, disagreeing with it on one point, saying that, essentially that he thinks that the charges are wrong, and how all he made bold statements about it being unjust on not wouldn't say on Trump's behalf, but was just asked his uh, his opinion on the fact that the indictment came down. And that was his response. However, not very long after that, he's now stating that Trump shouldn't even be allowed to run as a Republican on the ticket while he's under indictment, but he's under indictment unjustly. That's, the, the loyalty of these people... Uh, makes <laughs> my God. My biggest problem with folks, even in, even in you know everyday life, is the passive aggressive behavior. Uh, they 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 the their inability to be honest, and they use really terrible statements like, or they say their point of view is that they don't want to be confrontational. You know, but I, I, it's not confrontational, people. It's 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 honesty. But the other thing is the loyalty of people that are in your circle. And people that are so close to you that they know exactly what you're going through. They know your everyday struggles. They know the strife uh, that you deal with and what you're up against. And you would think they would have your back. Uh, that's not quite true in the case of Mike Pence. Having Trump. And the reason why I state why is that now? is very simple. It's very simple. Mike Pence had the opportunity afforded to him to take a side on this issue and was asked point blank, would you pardon Trump? I mean, would you? And listen to his response because his response, it, it shocked me. It shocked me that he wasn't 100% both feet in, absolutely yes. But listen to how he stated it and how he justified not giving that absolute yes. Well, I just think the question is, is premature. I mean, honestly, Chuck, I've, I've, I've pardoned people who were found guilty of a crime. What's your, what, what, is your bar? what was your bar for a pardon? Well, let, let me say first and foremost, I, I don't know why some of my competitors in the Republican primary presume the president will be found guilty. If you were President Biden, would you pardon him right now? I, I just think this whole matter is incredibly divisive for the country. Uh, and uh, Just look, answer I, the question. Uh, I, I just think at the end of the day, it, it's it it is it it is saddening to me that we are now in this moment. You know, it was a simple yes or no question, and it should have been the easiest yes um, that he I had to say. It, that, that is hugely it, it should it should have been an easy, absolutely unequivocal yes. You sat right next to him. You were there in the administration. You know from an insider's perspective what they were doing to this man unjustly. Lying whistleblower after lying whistleblower. Uh, Adam Schiff, Nancy, all these people levying allegations against someone 
you know firsthand was innocent every step of the way. And in some cases, you were attacked right alongside him just because you were right beside him. You got hit with the collateral damage. And I know that you may have felt some sort of way after what he stated, uh, that after what you did on January 6th. You took your lawyer's advice. I get taking your lawyer's advice. And um, I, I understand all of that. There, there, that's, that's not the question. But the, and then the reality of it is, after it all came out and it washed out, uh, much later come to find out that you didn't have to do what you did. You could have taken a different approach. Um, and, and maybe Trump didn't understand that fully. Maybe he thought you understand fully what you were doing, and yet you still decided to do the wrong thing. And, and, and it's not a, a big logic leap to assume that when you're on a television show, asked by a reporter, and you have an opportunity to take a stand and make a statement that shows uh, that you understand... Uh, the full weight of this situation, uh, we think you probably should understand it better than everybody else uh, because you were right there. You were on the inside. And for you to come out and make such a statement is so disappointing. Um, sir, you're, you're, you're a Christian. You state this a lot. You wear it like a badge of honor, which I'm glad you do. So I'll speak to you like a brother. Stop playing politics. Stop saying what you think you need to say in the moment in order to win an election. You don't want to make such a brash statement because you don't think it will be well received if you just come right out and say, oh yeah, of course I would pardon him. He deserves to be pardoned. They lied on him the entire time, which should have been your reply. But you didn't. And I am certain that the only reason you didn't has nothing to do with your values, ethics, has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with your outlook. Nothing to do with your Christian faith. At all. Because all of those things should have convicted you to tell the truth. No matter what the consequences were. However, you chose a different route. You chose, I'm going to try to stay away from this question and not answer it. So that I can be more electable. I can win the vote from the people who don't necessarily like Trump. And I can side with them because they saw Trump turn on me, and then I can probably get the, the people who would vote for Trump, I can get some of their votes too, because I was Trump's vice president. He's trying to play the neutral ground, and it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. There is no neutrality left. I don't understand what people don't understand about this. There is absolutely no neutrality left. We don't respect it. You have to take stands today. today, Right now, you have to take a stand for or against. Because people that waver in the middle, we don't trust. I'll at least trust somebody who doesn't agree with me and they say it openly because I know what they're going to do. I know what they believe. I know what they don't believe. I know how they feel. I know what to expect. When you come with a reply like that on a basic question that should have been answered without a second, you know, going by, I don't trust you. 
and and that's sad to say uh, uh, about a brother, but I don't absolutely do not trust you. And uh, I, I really do not think you stand a snowball's chance in this election of getting anywhere near the presidency. Because not only for that reason, but if you're that afraid to be bold and take a stand and make a statement when it absolutely counts, how in the hell do you expect to run a country? Do you just want to make everyone like you? Because that's not going to work. It's terrible. And uh, I had a ton of respect for Mike Pence prior to that interview. Prior to him doing that, I was really let down. I had already been let down when he didn't take a ch uh, stance on January 6th. I was, I, was, I was very let down. However, having a chance to repair that, to look into the camera and assure the American people that you stand with them and against these uh, frivolous just over and over lying indictments and charges and accusations that have constantly been just thrown at Donald Trump. It's, it's something that you should never, ever have to question in a guy that you expect to have the kind of integrity that we would want in a president. <laughs> well, I think that, that, that about does it for Mike Pence. And uh, that statement, or lack thereof, is going to haunt him from this point forward. But join me for the next story. So, Patriots, if you haven't heard the name RFK Jr. recently, you've been under a rock. And the recent days, weeks, and months that have gone by, he has made some jaw-dropping statements about a ton of different issues. And most recently, in an interview that he had with Jordan Peterson, uh, in regards to the massive amounts of chemicals endured or, or encountered by uh, citizens of the United States today and their possible effects that they may have on us, uh, especially the effects that they have maybe on uh, younger people. Uh, and he cites a study of one of those chemicals, and I'll let him tell the story, but keep this in mind as you're listening. Everything that he's telling you within the statement that he's making is 100% true. When he's done, I'm going to show you it's true and reveal the source behind the fact that this is jaw-dropping and it may explain a lot. Just listen to what Jordan Peterson says. I'll show you the source and we'll talk about it. These huge levels of depression and despair, loneliness in kids, and I don't think that there's a single cause to it. Um, and I think blaming it on, you know, depression about climate is probably oversimplistic. In fact, I think a lot of the problems we see in kids, and particularly boys, it's probably underappreciated um, that uh, how much of that is coming from chemical exposures, including a lot of the sexual dysphoria that we're seeing. I mean, they're swimming through a soup of toxic chemicals today. Many of those are endocrine disruptors. There's atrazine throughout our water supply. Atrazine, by the way, if you in a lab put atrazine in a tank full of frogs, it will chemically castrate and force, forcibly feminize every frog in there. And 10% of the frogs, the male frogs, will, uh, will turn into fully viable females able to produce viable eggs if it's doing that to frogs it could re it, there's a lot of other evidence that it's doing it to human beings so he's not wrong 
And now I'm going to show you how I know he's not wrong at all. Zero. Look at this. So what you're looking at here is the NIH's website. And let's take a look at what it states. Now, uh, where is it at here? So atrazine induces complete feminization and chemical castration in male African clawed frogs. Now, he also stated that it's feminizing these frogs almost to the degree, well, not to a degree, listen to this, 10% of all the exposed genetic males develop into functional females that copulated with unexposed males and produced viable eggs. It turned male frogs into female frogs and allowed those once male frogs to have actual babies. <laughs> this is absolutely jaw-dropping crazy and it should be something that well i i completely believe you're going to hear about this in the days weeks and months to come there are going to be other people that look into this just the same way that i did and this is going to be bigger than a statement made by rfk that got his video deleted off youtube 100 percent for sure because think about it this explains a lot this explains a lot so, uh, funny but not funny, folks. Uh, this is really what is going on. This is, uh, we, we have some of the worst water in the world. And the chemicals that uh, we encounter, not just from pollution and so forth, it's even in the food that you eat. I saw a video the other day of someone who had just a bottle of ketchup. And they had someone in Canada who had that same bottle of ketchup. And they were reading the ingredients. First of all, the one in the United States read the ingredients. All kinds of huge word chemicals. You can't pronounce them. Just multi-syllable, crazy big words. High fructose corn syrup. All these things in ketchup, right? In ketchup. And then they showed that same exact ketchup bottle in, uh, uh, up in uh, our neighbors to the north, up in Canada. And that same ketchup bottle had none of those chemicals. They had like ketchup, garlic. I mean, excuse me, tomatoes, garlic, uh, normal food stuff. They didn't have any of these other things that we had in ours. Why is that? Why is it that the people in America, down here in the United States, rather, get uh, forced to have to uh, consume all these chemicals where other countries don't? That is definitely something that should make you question, well, everything. Because... When they shut this man down for making a statement that was easily verified, and it was 100% true, that makes what they did actually election tampering. There's no question about it. They wanted to make him seem nutty, so they did this intentionally because within, I, I wouldn't even have given it 20 seconds. Literally, I found the information I just showed you. So don't you think Google would have the ability to do that much faster than me? Don't you think with the simple AI, uh, like they have Google Bard and the rest of it over there, do you not think that they could have very easily, using a simple uh, 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 AI tool, uh, been able to verify this or not? I, it's, it's easily verifiable. So what they did was intentional. They had every intention of doing what they did for the exact outcome that they believe they got, and they got it on the left, and and that's their that's their main demographic. They know what they're doing when they do these types of things. They know we typically 
don't care, especially if you're doing it to people um, that are on the left. They, they feel as though people on the right won't care too much. All they're doing is trying to keep this man from splitting the party up over there and getting the Democrats to uh, receive him and turn on Joe or any of the other Democrat uh, opponents that he may be facing on that side of the aisle. But it's dirty pool as far as I'm concerned. YouTube had no right to take his video down, and they damn sure didn't have any right to say it was misinformation when the data that he used in the interview was 100% real. Now, this next story we're going to get into, we're going to talk about uh, a representative who said, and I quote, Donald Trump should be shot. We'll be right back. So, Patriots, we, uh, we've heard a lot of threats, coy threats, things that they tried to disguise as they were going after Trump. We've heard Democrats say that he should be beaten up behind bleachers. He should be punched in the face. He, uh, all kinds of things. Uh, they, you've heard Democrats tell people to go out and get in their faces, at, get in uh, Republicans' faces at restaurants and wherever, right? Fight like hell, right? You remember all these statements that were made by Barbara Boxers, Maxine Waters, Adam Schiff, Joe Biden, and many others, including Nancy Pelosi. Uh, meanwhile, they tried to say that Trump incited violence. It, they are the biggest hypocrites there are on the face of the planet. Now, here's a lady who said what she meant and meant what she said, but then she tried to, uh, well, she tried to, to, to dial back her statement. But... The reality of it is, is like I said, she said what she meant, she meant what she said, and I'm going to show you the statement from Plaskett, uh, what's it, what is her name, Plaskett, and uh, yeah, she represents like the Virgin Islands or some non-voting, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she represents the, yeah, a non-voting populace, so yeah, I don't even know why this lady even has any kind of airtime whatsoever anyway, but here you go, so she's saying that she wants to see Trump shot, and then she tries to take it back real quick, but what I want you to do is pay, pay very close attention to her body and her eyes and see if she didn't mean what she said. Take a listen. Having Trump not only have had the codes, but now having the classified information for Americans and being able to put that out and share it in his resort with anyone and everyone who comes through should be terrifying to all Americans, mm -hmm. and he needs to be shot, stopped. She meant that, folks. She absolutely meant that. There's, there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever that she meant that. And uh, there, and this also goes to say that I didn't think that there was a line that the left wouldn't cross in order to keep Donald Trump from being able to run for president. I just don't. Uh, I knew from the moment that he announced his candidacy, and even again here for the second time, um, that they were going to attack him. And I said, they will do anything, and when I say anything, anything, all caps, to keep this man from becoming president again. We need to protect Donald Trump at all costs. That is the reality of the situation. These people have invented charge after charge after charge. The E. Jean Carroll thing says he never even met the lady. She accused him of rape, but couldn't tell you the year it happened. Couldn't tell you the details of the event. But she said she was raped. My thinking is that if something is so traumatic as being raped, you remember every detail. Every detail. And it happened in a department store where no one else witnessed it or saw it either. So 
Uh, you have a crime that took place supposedly years and years and years ago by a person that can't remember when it happened and can't tell you any of the details of it, and there are no other eyewitnesses or physical evidence of it happening. And yet, they found some way or another to make him guilty of at least one of the charges civilly. <laughs> this is absolutely bonkers, people. What happened to needing evidence? What happened to... Uh, Beyond a reasonable doubt. There's a million reasons to doubt in that scenario. But he's Donald Trump, so he's not afforded any fair trial. It tells you how far that we've fallen as a country, as a people. We don't care about the laws anymore because we're only enforcing laws on people that we don't like. And we're going so far as to make up violations of laws for people that we don't like, such is the case of Donald Trump again and again and again whistleblower after whistleblower after whistleblower and Adam Schiff the entire time along with most everyone on the left the entire time it's sad but these people should be stripped of their their ability to make decisions for the American people and those 20 Republicans uh, those 20 Republicans who voted to uh, make sure that uh, Adam Schiff did not uh, get censured. They those people they need to be outed. Um, so who voted to not censure Adam Schiff? Now I had promised a couple of uh, days ago that I would make sure that you knew the name that you knew the name of the people. Who did this? So, here, where are they at here, representatives? So, I'm going to give you the names of the Republicans who didn't do their job, who were derelict in their duties, who had a chance to actually right a wrong, and they showed you they're rhinos. They're absolutely rhinos. Kelly Armstrong of North Dakota, you're a rhino. Lori Chavez. Doremer from Oregon, you're a, you're a rhino. Juan Siscomani of Arizona, absolute rhino. I don't trust politics in Arizona at all anymore. You're all a bunch of crooks after what you did to Liz Harris, and you should all lose your seats. Uh, Tom Cole of Oklahoma, Warren Davidson of Ohio, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Kay Granger of Texas, Garrett uh, Graves of Louisiana, Thomas Keene Jr. of New Jersey, Kevin Kylie of California, Young Kim of California, Mike Lawler of New York, Thomas Massey, which that one that one hit me hard right there. Thomas Massey, I, I actually uh, there were things that this man has done where I absolutely thought he was a good guy, and to hear that he voted this way. Really, really surprised me a lot. Uh, but you're a rhino, and, and he's definitely in this crowd. You have an opportunity to actually put your money where your mouth is and do something good, and you choose to keep the crook speaking when he absolutely should be censured. Um, he made false statement after false statement knowingly against the sitting president of the United States, knowing that he was lying when he did it. What he did was treason. What he did was treason. I don't care how you define it. I define it treason. 
He was trying to impeach and overthrow a current sitting president of the United States by lying to the American people time and again and said he was just doing his job. His job is to tell the truth and follow the Constitution. It's not to lie to the American people in an effort to garner power for your party and push your agenda. So, Thomas McClintock of California, you are a rhino. Mark Molinaro of New York, rhino. California, we have another California. So, a lot of California, a lot of Kentucky, a lot of New York. Um, <laughs> this is really sad. When I, see, when I see someone from Kentucky on there, in general, that, that's sad to me that we would have anyone in Kentucky that would think that this was a bad idea. But, Jay... Uh, Obernolte of California, Mike Simpson of Ohio, Mike Turner of Ohio, uh, David Veladio of David Veladow of California, and Stephen Womack of Arkansas. You guys, I'm I'm gonna make a million memes about you. I'm gonna put your names everywhere that I can, all over the internet, so that the people in your districts and your states know that you are derelict in your duties. And that you're okay with the left preaching lies about a Republican president trying to overthrow him uh, in the process. And you're okay with them lying and you're okay with them continuing to do so. So that's how I feel about you guys. And we're going to be talking a little bit about why Trump actually wouldn't give back some of the documents um, that the NR, uh, NARA were actually asking for uh, in just a second. Now... In an interview the other day on Fox, Trump defended his storage of classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate and vowed to continue pursuing the 2024 Republican nomination despite his legal woes. And we support you. Don't you dare stop. Now, Trump told uh, Bear that he refused to send, send the boxes of documents to the National Archives and Records Administration, or NARA for short, until he had time to take his things out. He also stated that he was very busy at the time and that he didn't want to hand the documents over to the NARA yet. Now, these things, from all the research that I've done, have always been negotiated between the NARA and former presidents. This happened in the case of George Bush. It happened with Obama. It happened with Clinton. And, well, it didn't happen with uh, Joe Biden. He, he's still in office, and he violated the PRA, and he, he wasn't even a, a president at the time. So, and other documents were kept, in some cases, in strip malls. Uh, so you can tell that they're just targeting Donald Trump with this because it's never been, uh, no other sitting president has ever been charged with this to, to this level for something that could have been worked out with a phone call. These people need to realize that we see them for who they are. You call us Nazis because you're Nazis. You say you're woke because you want your people to be asleep. You say Donald Trump did a quid pro quo because you did. You call them a Russian puppet because you actually are the Russian puppet. You're actually the Russian puppet. You are actually the ones on the take, taking bribes from foreign nationals. If you cared so much about somebody receiving money from other countries, uh, wouldn't you give a damn about what we know? What we know right now about Joe Biden. Not what we think. What we think we know, any what we know, 20 shell companies, Rob Walker LLC, Awaska, uh, Rosemont Seneca, the list goes on and on and on and on with all these companies that sent 
upwards of, well, we know that he received a bribe now for, what, $10 million between him and Hunter. He received 16 uh, of 17 payments from Romania while he was still in office. Uh, $3 million were distributed from Rob Walker LLC to about nine different Biden family members, including his grandchildren. But we're over here talking about Trump and, and, and some classified documents. He fully has the ability to declassify. And then they say, well, he kept in his bathroom, and anyone who came into the Mar-a-Lago estate had access to them and could see them. Well, over at the Penn Biden Center, where classified documents should not have been because he was not a president at the time, so he didn't have the ability to declassify them prior to donating or shipping or storing boxes at the Penn Biden Institute, where these documents were, and they were left in quarters where the doors were not locked, and they weren't secured like that. So anyone that came in or out of that, those offices had complete access to those same classified documents. So you guys are completely hypocritical, and you need to look in the mirror, and before you go charging someone, you know, go lock up everyone else who did the same exact damn thing. This is really getting old, and all of these predictions about unrest in the country and so forth, are going to be self-fulfilling prophecies if you keep doing these types of things. This is why people don't trust the FBI. This is why people don't trust the government. This is why people don't trust the media. Because you guys are full of it. You're absolutely full of it. And you're targeting your political opponents. You've targeted your political opponents. Lawyers, even. You went after Rudy Giuliani. Are we in a third world country where... Uh, dictators, like dictators go after their political opponents, lawyers, and raid their homes. And people, you can't make this up. This is absolutely uncalled for. It's nuts. We're in America, and yet nobody's being held accountable for the things that they do. And people that have actually done nothing wrong are having false charges levied against them in an effort for one political party to retain power and get even more and push their agenda on the people. You know, this is the same, don't get me started about everything that, that the left is doing. You know, one day I'm going to make a list, an entire list, because it's getting longer every damn day. The things that they're doing, and the ignorance of even the people on the left to not see it, or know it, and just not care that they're doing it, because they're getting paid by the left in the form of some entitlement program, or they're just going after Donald Trump and the people on the left, the supporters have been told to not like Donald Trump, so they do it mindlessly without a thought of their own. They have to watch CNN that day to figure out what it is they think because it's told to them by the anchors on CNN. They don't even have their own opinions. And I know this because time after time after time on social media, I see the comments of things that I put up. I put up uh, videos that kind of expose the whole grooming situation where people are going after children uh, or, or, or uh, parents are actually, with some form of Munchausen syndrome, transing their own kids and putting them on social media for clout. And you left-wing people supported this. And all they would say was, well, what about the Catholic Church? No one was talking about the Catholic Church. If we were talking about kids being messed with in the, in the Catholic Church, abused inside the Catholic Church, we would have the same reaction, which we have always had. We don't side with one over the other. I care about kids. Kids. But they don't. They don't. Not at all. They have zero standards, which is what I say. And I say this a lot. The left has no standards. The only standard that they do have is the fact that they have no standards. So if you stand for something, they won't stand for it. That's it. That's the way they are. That's what they think. That's how they feel. They are a party of hypocrites, and they eat their own, and they go after even their own supporters. Given enough time, these reporters 
come to find out exactly who the people that govern them truly are. Look at the people of Chicago kicked out of their uh, housing uh, projects to allow immigrants to take their places. People that have went on lists waiting for rental assistance in housing uh, from their local governments and stay on these lists for years. However, people ran across the border and jumped in front of them in line. They have also kicked uh, veterans out of hotels um, and put them on the streets so they can house immigrants. And this is terrible, people, and this should not be tolerated. It should not be tolerated. They want to constantly bring back the conversation to the 2024 elections. And they want to bring back the conversation to January 6th. They want to bring back the conversation, anything that they can talk about um, on their side so that they can avoid the issues of inflation, uh, all the conflict that we're, I mean, people are already predicting war with China and to an almost certainty. We have our own hypocritical Biden administration going over to uh, China and stating that they're not siding with Taiwan, who is our, our ally in this. So... You know what? You're hypocrites, you're disloyal, you're liars. And I hope to God that the people wake up and see that not only are you a bunch of liars, but you're disloyal to even the people you claim to represent. You're trash. Take bribes from foreign nationals and the law enforcement agencies take up for you, lie for you, cover for you. The Department of Treasury covered for you with the SAR reports. The FD-1023 was said that it didn't even exist. The FBI said it didn't exist until Comer said he knew what was in the document. And then they redacted the fact that there were 17 audio recordings. And so we said we knew about them. And, and then some of the audio recordings are actually out. This is ridiculous that this man still holds office, that he hasn't been indicted for real, for real crimes, actual high crimes. Things that are absolutely true. So much so CBS is already starting to run stories on the fact that we know these things are true. They're trying to get in front of it in some cases so that they can say that they're not coming, they're, they're not behind the eight ball, that they're not Johnny come lately and that they don't come in after the fact. They are starting to walk back some of their positions with Joe Biden and people are actually starting to run these stories, even in the mainstream media. And you're going to see a lot more of it uh, in the weeks, day, days, weeks, and months to come. I hope. And... People have been talking about introducing articles of impeachment on him. They absolutely need to do it sooner, much sooner, rather than later. Now, I have a clip from a Sky News broadcast that talked about the situation with Trump holding on to the documents. And you got to hear what they say. And but matter of fact, shout out to Sky News. They do this weekly segment where they talk about the gaffes that Joe Biden makes. And it's funny as hell. If you haven't seen it, check out Sky News and listen to this stuff. It is great. It's great, but it also proves that people in other countries are looking at us and laughing at us due to Joe Biden. It, it, it's, it's sad, but it's absolutely true. But listen to what uh, Sky News says about this situation and what's really going on. And keep in mind, these people aren't Americans, but they know exactly what we're going through. And, and they know. They know. Just listen. In relation to failing to comply with the state freedom of information law, the first lawsuit comes from the Heritage Foundation, which is a DC-based think tank. It's suing now, Attorney Brown. I, I want to talk just briefly so I can preface what she's saying because prior to this, uh, I went on that long rant and I, I didn't preface the clip prior to going into it. So uh, Alvin Bragg is being sued because uh, the Heritage Foundation says that 
uh, there's a lot of chatter about the fact that Alvin Bragg worked with the DOJ in the White House to bring these charges. And if they had conspired to do this as a political stunt or their agenda to take aim at Trump, specifically working with the White House and the DOJ, um, they're definitely that needs to be exposed and Alvin Bragg needs to lose his job. So now he's, they're suing him for the documentation that would either prove or disprove exactly what it is they're saying. But listen, now, now that you have the context for the clip, let's listen. Over suspicions, he or his office coordinated with the Department of Justice, the White House and a Democratic lawmaker in order to eventually lead to Trump being charged. The filing read, regrettably, these questions have not been met with answers. These reports have raised concerns in many circles based in large part upon the long-standing history of President Trump's political opponents coordinating their activities to systematically weaponize the criminal justice system against him and thereby pervert the course of justice. That's right. Because that's exactly what they did. They have perverted justice in this country. There, there, there is, you know, so much of misinformation in the ether. It is very hard at some points to figure out what exactly is real. And that was the entire, and that was the intention. And Obama spoke uh, to that exact thing. And he spoke about it because that's actually what they're doing. Flooding the airwaves with misinformation so we don't know what it is that, you know, what it is that is true. What to believe. And they're doing it to cover up for all the BS that they are doing. They are doing. And I say this before and I say it again. They're not going after Trump. They're going after you and me. The people who think and feel and believe like Trump, you're not immune. You're not immune. If you have the same opinions, you have the same thoughts, you have the same feelings about these issues that Donald Trump speaks about at length, if you feel like that, you're a target. If you think and you speak like that, you're a target. They're not going after him. They're going after you. He's just the thing that's between you and them. That's it. Because if they can take him down, what else can they do? So you don't understand. This is something that needs, uh, needs to be taken into account that this is exactly what they're doing. They are going after a president of the United States and inventing charges that no other president has ever been charged with. And yet... All of them have done it. Every one of them have done this. They've all taken classified documents. And there's some that weren't even supposed to, like Joe Biden, that did. And yet they're not being charged. They're only talking about one man instead of just enforcing the law. I wouldn't care about Donald Trump having his day in court as long as Joe Biden did and Bill Clinton did and George Bush did and Obama did as well. So... All right, Patriots, that's been great hanging out with you as usual. And if you would do me a favor, if you haven't already, guys, if you want to support the Patriots Prayer Podcast, two things. Go check out the new site. Uh, we did we revamped the site, and uh, it's over at thepatriotsprayer.com. Uh, look at the content there. We put out a newsletter. That newsletter will be coming out monthly. You can subscribe to the newsletter right there. Uh, go to the website and check it out as well. Now, the other thing you can do for us is click that like follow or subscribe button i can't tell you how important that is to us and how much it means and how much we appreciate the people who actually have done that to date so guys we'll see you next time and as usual the silent majority you need to stop being silent and stand your ground we'll see you again next time on the patriots prayer